Hello and welcome to the So Here It Is podcast. My name is Anthony and I'll be your host. Before we go ahead and jump into this week's episode, go ahead and go grab a beverage, go grab some coffee, and then we'll hop right into this episode. Welcome back to another episode and another week of So Here It Is, the podcast. Again, if you haven't been here before, my name is Anthony. I'm the host and creator of this podcast. And if you're coming back for episode three, again, thank you for all the love and support. It is greatly appreciated. I truly, truly, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate all the support and love that I'm getting from launching this podcast. Again, big shout out to Daniel Porter. Again, he was our contest winner last week, and he received his $50 prize. Um, before we hop into this week's episode, I do want to see, how was your guys' week? Did you guys have a great week, an amazing week, just so-so week? Was it a bland week? Was it an off week? Was it a week that had a lot of stress involved? High stress, high stress levels, high stress week. If it was, that's wonderful. Because before you roll into this week, before you get too deep into your Monday, let me give you some tips on how I manage my stress levels. And that's what this week's episode is going to be on. A little bit of stress management and how to handle your stress. So without further ado, let's go ahead and hop into this week's episode now. So here it is, stress. What do we deal with on a daily basis? What makes your heart rate go up? What makes your blood pressure rise, really gets that blood boiling in your system? I think we can all attest to this. It's that stress, baby. And before we get a little bit deeper into this, if you have any kids that are listening into this, you're going to want to tell them to cover up their ears because this subject is about to get real. So now that I've given you the uh, the warning uh, on the language and the F-bombs that are going to be dropped, keep the kids free from the speakers, get them away. So fucking stress, man. It gets to everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care what your job is. Hell, you could work at the post office. You could be a barista at Starbucks. You can work in the medical field. You could be a paramedic. EMT, firefighter, police officer, hell, you could be bagging up donuts at your local donut shop, okay? Everyone experiences stress. Whether they want to admit it or not is a totally different discussion, but from an honest standpoint, everyone experiences stress. I, on a regular, daily basis, experience stress. If you don't know me, Again, I'm a full-time nursing student. I am a full-time employee, 
just picked up a second part-time gig and due to the current time period in the year, I'm also a Pop Warner football coach for my son's Pop Warner football team. So you can only imagine with everything that's on my plate, the amount of stress that I deal with on a daily, weekly, monthly, regular basis. But I feel I do a good job of controlling it the best that I can. Now, I'm not saying I'm some superhuman guy who, again, can do anything and everything, but I'm also an individual who likes to stay busy and I don't want to be stagnant, which leads me to doing a lot of things. That's why I have such a full plate. But the stress is still there. I mean, again, my one job, my full-time job, I've been there for quite a few years now. But again, it's a stressful environment. I work in a hospital setting. It's stressful day in and day out. The second job that I just recently started still involves the medical field, kind of in a different light, in a different lane, but again, still stressful. And again, it's a new job. We all can attest to what it's like being in a new job, right? You feel the pressure of wanting to perform well, do good, and really stand out as that new employee because you don't want to be labeled as, oh, that's that lazy employee that we just hired. Oh, why do we have to work with them or why do we have to deal with them? Again, coupling that with nursing school. Again, if you haven't been through nursing school, you can ask any nurse that you know or you can find a random nurse anywhere on social media and you can ask them, what was your nursing school experience? And I guarantee you, I'd bet a paycheck on it. Again, don't take my money. I'm broke. I'm a student. <laughs> but you can ask any nurse and I would almost guarantee they will say nursing school was nothing but a plate full of stress sprinkled with stress. And for dessert, you got 10 more fucking servings of stress. Please feel free to write in and correct me if I'm wrong. But I hope that I don't get anyone to write in because I'm pretty sure anyone going through nursing school or who has been through nursing school can attest to that. Am I right? I'm right. So again, how do I go about managing my stress? Okay, if you haven't already listened to my time management podcast, that episode, episode two was last week. Give that one a listen and I could kind of give you a little bit of insight, but I'm going to dive more into how I actually manage my stress. So one way I do manage it again is my time management. How do I prioritize? How do I set my things up? What takes precedence on this day that is going to get me to my end goal? Again, for the most part, for me, my number one goal right now is completing nursing school. So how do I manage the stress of nursing school? Again, it's a lot of busy work. It's a lot of research. It's a lot of answering questions, looking up answers, <clears throat> writing papers, responding to classmates, studying. God, fuck, man. So many fucking chapters every week and trying to cram it all in and retain this information Again, so how do I manage not getting overwhelmed and not getting overstressed? Again, when it comes to my nursing school, I strategize. Okay, I break it down. If I'm studying today, if today is my day to study, okay, again, I wake up super early, usually no later than 6.30 in the morning. 
from there, again, I start my study pattern. And typically what I'll do is I will study for 30 to 45 minute blocks and allow myself a 10 to 15 minute break in between to decompress, digest the information I just studied and relax, take a breather, bring down my heart rate, slow down my mind, bring down my blood pressure and kind of do like a reset about every 30 to 45 minutes. I give myself that little bit of a break. Um, and then I continue to push through. And again, I break up my studying. I don't try and cram all my studying in because that right there is just going to stress me out. The amount of chapters I have to digest a week is a ridiculous amount in trying to do that in one sitting. Shit. I'm just going to vomit everywhere. I'm not going to retain any of this information. So typically, I'll cap myself at about six to seven hours of studying. And from there, I continue on. And if it's my day off, you know, again, I finish my studying. Now that we're rolling into Pop Warner football season and being a coach, I then transition my thought process, go to my happy place. Football's always been a big part of my life. So being able to coach the game that I grew up playing is a relaxation thing for me. I'm able to relax. I'm able to get in the zone. And I just fall into it. And the pieces just fall so nicely together. And again, it brings down my levels. It brings down my anxiety and it brings down my stress being out there on a football field, sharing my knowledge to these kids. And again, typically after football practice, again, I come home, spend some time with my wife, spend some time with my kid who, by the way, just got home this past Saturday. Um, we're going to, we're going to digress a little bit. Uh, he spent the summer with his mom. They just recently moved up to the Washington area, which he said is beautiful. It's amazing. It's green. Uh, it's definitely not like the desert area that we live in. Uh, but he just came back two days ago on Saturday. Super pumped for him to be home. Again, that's just my little digression. And again, as we go through this podcast, you guys will get to know me a little bit better. So again, so here it is back to how I control my stress. Again, typically after football practice, uh, I'll come back home. And if I still have a little bit of studying that I want to touch up on or some homework that I may have to get completed or have to get done because I completed it while I was doing my studying, um, I take that time after spending time with my wife and my son to do the finishing touches on those things. Um, and then from there, typically the wife is already asleep. Um, and the boy, now that he's home, is asleep as well. So by the time I'm done, I go into my room. I get into my jammies, just like anybody else does. I get comfortable. And then I decompress again. Um, and this is just my time to scroll through social media, uh, watch something on the TV, take some time, take some deep breaths. And really take that time to just <sighs> breathe out the busyness and the stress of the day. Just let it go before I turn over and go to sleep. <clears throat> now, if we're talking about the day where I'm working, kind of the same process, but it does change up a little bit. Again, I'm not at home 
I'm at work. I'm clocked in. I can't just step away every 30 to 45 minutes and take a 10 or 15 minute breather. But in the work setting, I typically come in and again, dealing with patients on a regular basis can be stressful. So in those moments, um, I typically try and detach myself um, from my patients. Not that I don't show compassion or caring, but I detach myself to help control my levels of stress. This allows me to separate my emotions from the matter of fact, so that way I don't get too emotional or too carried into what is actually going on. Um, again, so by detaching, you know, I hear what my clients are saying. I hear what my patients are saying, but I don't allow it to influence my emotions as an individual. And as a person speaking for myself, my emotions are truly connected and can drive up my stress levels at the drop of a hat, drop of a dime, whatever saying you want to use. Um, so by not allowing my clients to affect me emotionally, it makes it to where I can keep a calm demeanor and it allows me to maintain my level of stress at a very, very low level. Um, but I haven't always been like that. Let's, let's be honest. I haven't always been the best at controlling my stress levels. You take me back to my late teens and early twenties being a young father and boy, let me fucking tell you, my stress used to ride high on a daily basis. And by the end of the day, I'd be so mentally fatigued and tired, so much so that I would start feeling it physically. You know, my body would ache and I would just feel drained and my muscles would feel tired. But as I've grown and experienced so many different life experiences and been in so many different settings, whether it's been the military uh, working night shift, working day shift, working in healthcare, uh, taking long nights, driving back and forth to California, um, doing the school thing through all these life experiences and encounters that I've had in my life. I've gotten a good handle on controlling my stress. You know, uh, some of my outlets that I do use, uh, unfortunately here in Arizona, I can't use one of my outlets, which is going to the gym because that motherfucker is locked down. But I do use the gym. I do use uh, weight training exercises and muscle strengthening exercises to help as an outlet to release some of my stress. You know, hopping on the treadmill and running at a very, very slow pace because I'm fat and I'm not running fast, but I'm, but I'm running. That is also a stress reliever for me. Another one that I like to use, at least in the gym setting to help relieve my stress is going into a sauna, you know, just feeling that sweat, feeling that heat, you know, kind of takes a weight off your shoulders. At least for me, it does. Um, if you never tried it, give it a shot. Be safe about it though. Uh, make sure you're hydrated <laughs> before you go into your sauna. Um, but I've also done other methods. I've done meditation. I dabbled into yoga once again, I'm hefty. I'm not flexible. And my first ever yoga thing that I did was a hot yoga session, uh, trying to impress a girl. And I'll tell you what, never again will I do yoga, let alone hot yoga. Okay. 
not a thing. But if yoga is your jive, then do yoga to help relieve your stress. Journaling, reading a book, whatever your de-stressor is, or, you know, what's another term for it, or whatever you do to decompress, you know, whether that's hiking, riding a bike, hell, some people even fancy, and I myself have partaken, uh, drinking, uh, but again, do it in moderation. I'm not here to tell you to go get blackout drunk every time you're stressed out because that's definitely not the best way to control your stress. But socially drinking with some friends, you know, having that close group of friends that you can kind of vent to and talk to to kind of help relieve your stress too. So if you have a good, strong, bonded circle, again, use your friends as well. Uh, but you also have to be able to return that favor to your friends too. Don't always take, take, take. You got to give a little bit too. Um with your friends when you're doing the whole venting thing to help control your stress. Um, I too also like to go out and shoot. So if you're pro guns or you like to shoot guns, uh, as long as you're practicing safely, if you haven't tried it, give it a shot. But again, practice uh, gun safety at all times. Anytime you are trying to use firearms, that is my little disclaimer to put out there. But so as I was preparing this week, for this episode, again, I research and stuff, uh, trying to give you guys the best content that I can. I came across this little quote that said, next time you're stressed, take a step back, inhale, and laugh. Remember who you are and why you're here. You're never given anything in this world that you can't handle. Be strong, be flexible, love yourself, and love others. Always remember, just keep moving forward. And that's one of the biggest things. Um, Stress can be incapacitating at times when it, you know, when it comes in big loads, you know, heavy waves. But if we can remember to just keep moving forward, keep putting one foot in front of the other and keep moving forward. Now, whether you're moving forward towards your goal or you're moving forward towards finding what you can do to relieve your stress, keep moving forward. Don't become stagnant and don't let that stress start to weigh you down and consume you because I'm pretty sure we've all had that moment where we just feel super stressed. We feel overwhelmed. And next thing you know, here we are crying in a bathroom um, or crying in your break room, or you have some type of slight breakdown and you're wondering like, wow, how did I get here? Again, we probably got there because we stopped moving forward. So again, even if you're stressed out, keep moving forward and really build that support system that you got. You know, if you already have one, great, fantastic. If you don't, start working on some relationships to where you can get a good foundation and have that strong sense of security behind you as well. And probably one of my biggest things that helps me control my stress is laughter, man. You got to be able to laugh. You got to be able to have fun, Uh, even in stressful moments. um, Just even cracking a joke can break that ice and can break that wave of stress. I don't know how many times I've been at work and there's, you know, something stressful going on with a client or with a patient. And my natural reaction is to crack a joke. Um you know, nothing, nothing too off the handle or nothing too crazy. Um, at least 
in my department's dark sense of humor. But even cracking that joke again can break that ice and that awkwardness of the stress levels and that laugh and that little, (laughs) that little chuckle can help also bring down your stress levels. So I've always been a big proponent of humor and laughter. Again, I can sit here and tell you a witty joke and I promise you that will bring down your stress levels. Um, for the most part, again, you know, sometimes when you're, you know, over consumed with stress, again, a joke probably might not be the best thing. So, but also if you don't have anyone to vent to, or you don't feel like you have, uh, a strong foundation with someone to help you through moments of stress, please feel free to reach out to the page. Um, and I'll talk with you. I have no problems doing that. Um, but to kind of help you guys kind of get to know me a little bit. What I want to start doing at the end of every episode is give you guys a little background on me to kind of make you guys feel more, more like you know me. Um, and I'm not just some random dude talking through your speakers. Although a lot of my listeners currently do know me on a personal basis, but I want this community to grow. And again, as it grows, we're going to come across individuals who download my podcast and they don't know much about me besides my name. Um, so let's go ahead and kick it off again. So I come from a small cow town, is what I like to call it, in California called Hemet, California. Um, I lived there um, from the age of five or six up until about the age of 19, 19 and a half. So grew up in this cow town, uh, grew up with my mom and stepdad, uh, my first stepdad. As you get to know me more, you'll figure out why I say first stepdad. I mean, if you can't put two and two together, then <laughs> I'm sorry. We'll put two and two together at another time. But again, moved to Hemet, California from San Diego when I was about five or six with my mom and my first stepdad. And then again, went through elementary school, middle school and high school in Hemet, California. And then at about 19 and a half, moved from Hemet, California to where I'm currently at in Arizona. So that's a little bit of background on me. In next week's episode, I'll dive into a little bit more um, and give you maybe a little bit of background on when I became a father or whatever. You guys can write in and ask me a question and I can address it in next week's episode. But as far as this week's episode, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Again, also write in to the podcast Instagram page or on the Facebook page and let me know if you guys would like to do another giveaway. I'm thinking about doing one every month, but if the support is there, maybe I'll do every other month or maybe twice a month. But please feel free, write in, let me know, give me your guys' opinions, and we will see you guys next week on our next week's episode on Monday. Other than that, you guys have a blessed week. Drink as much coffee as you can. Stay hydrated in this hot weather and we will see you next Monday.